Welcome to another episode in the ABB Solutions podcast series. I'm Mike Murphy. I'm here talking about industrial electric motors, and the topics I'm speaking on come from a easy-to-follow motor fundamentals booklet called the Cowan Papers. Next up is Mystery of the Motor Frame Size. For over a century now, industrial electric motors have been the workhorse of industry, and not surprising, there have been a lot of changes. One obvious change is the amount of horsepower packed into a smaller physical size. Another important factor in North America is the standardization of motors brought in part by the National Electric Manufacturers Association, or NEMA. This standardization has allowed interchangeability among different manufacturers, which means a motor in the same horsepower, speed, and enclosure will normally have the same frame size. There's been roughly three generations of frames over the years. One of the first was cleverly called original. Then in 1952, a new frame assignment tool placed called U-frames. In 1952, a new frame assignment called Motors U-frames. Then shortly after, in 1964, that's when the current T-frame motors, what many of us are used to seeing, were introduced. T-frames are the current standard for NEMA motors. You may, however, still run into some U-frames or in very rare occasions even original frames, so it is important to understand critical dimensions and have the proper reference material to be able to replace as needed. Let's briefly go over some of those critical dimensions of a motor. When speaking towards a NEMA T-frame motor, dimensions will be similar except for the C dimension. That's the overall length of the motor. The C dimension can be a factor if space becomes an issue. For example, a fan-cooled motor might may be installed too close to an obstruction, which wouldn't allow the motor to adequately cool itself. The U dimension is the motor shaft diameter. This comes into play when connection to equipment, such as a belted application or a coupling. And the D dimension. The D dimension is the base to center line of the motor shaft. Other dimensions can come into play, such as the overall motor height and width, as well as bolt holes in the feet of the motor. It's important to refer to the NEMA quick reference chart found in most motor catalogs. For example, in the Bowdo Reliance 501 motor catalog, the dimension charts are in the very back. That's for both NEMA and IEC. Okay, let's go a bit further into frame sizes. Fractional horsepower motor is the term used for frames with two-digit designations, like a 56 frame. You may see other frames that are 48, sometimes 42. These frame sizes are not assigned by horsepower and speed, so you may find a combination of horsepower and speeds across a few different frame sizes. There's a trick to these fractional horsepower frames. It's the, the two-digit frame number is based on shaft height in sixteenths of an inch. What does that mean? For example, a 48-frame motor has a three-inch shaft height. So that, that's what you get when you divide 48 by 16. You get three. So then, for example, a 56-frame motor would have a shaft height of three and a half inches. 56-frame motors are the most common, and it's important to know that some motors actually see horsepowers up to three horsepower, and in some rare cases, as high as five horsepower. So really calling all two-digit frame motors fractional motors 
can be somewhat misleading. So that was fractional horsepower. The other are integral horsepower motors. These refer to motors having three digit frame sizes, like 143 or 215. There's a rule of thumb for these three digit frame sizes as well. The base to center line, or the D dimension, is determined by the first two digits divided by four. That's a bit of a mouthful, right? So here's an example. A 254 frame motor would have a shaft height of 6.25 inches. And we got that by dividing 25, the first two digits, by four. So as discussed how the frames have meaning like shaft height, there are also shaft variations that appear at the end of those numeric values. So for example, a 56C or a 254T frame. So what do those letters mean? Let's cover those. On page 12 in the Cowan papers, you'll see the different variations. I mentioned earlier 56C. That C designates a C-face flange. That's the most popular type of face-mounted motor, and it has a specific bolt pattern on the shaft to allow for mounting. D. The D flange has a special type of mounting flange installed on the shaft end. In the case of a D flange, the flange diameter is larger than the body of the motor. It has clearance holes suitable for mounting bolts to pass through the back of the motor into threaded holes in the mating part. D flange motors are not as popular as C flange motors. Uh, one you may run into is H. Uh, that's used on some 56 frame motors. H indicates that the base is suitable for mounting in either a 56, 143T, or 145T mounting dimension. I brought up T a, a lot now, so let's go ahead and talk about T. T at the end of the frame size indicates that the motor is of a 1964 or later T frame vintage. J. This designation is used on 56 frame motors and indicates that the motor is made for jet pump service. It does come with a threaded stainless steel shaft and standard 56C face. That was J. Now there's also a JM. JM is a designation for a special pump shaft originally designed for a mechanical seal. That motor also has a C face. JP. JP is similar to JM in that it has a special shaft. The JP motor was originally designed for a packing type of seal. And again, the motor has a C face. S. Uh, the use of the letter S in a motor frame designates that the motor has a short shaft. Short shaft motors have a shaft dimension that are a bit smaller than standard. We do not recommend using uh, short shaft motors on applications where belts are used to drive the load. So that, that is an important takeaway. U. The U at the end of a frame indicates that the motor falls into the U frame assignment. So those are the ones that are pre-1964. Uh, those dates are 1952 to 1964. Y. Uh, when a Y appears at the end of a frame, it means that the motor has special mounting. So it's really impossible to tell exactly what that special configuration is, but it does indicate that there is something that's not standard. So when you see a Y at the end, that's when you, you definitely need to go back to the motor manufacturer. And lastly is Z. Z indicates the existence of a special shaft, which could be larger, longer, or have special features such as threads or holes. The Z indicates only that the shaft is special and again, some non-standard way. So like the Y 
dimension, you, you really need to go back to the motor manufacturer to indicate what exactly is non-standard uh, part of that motor. So for more information on those dimensions, like I said earlier, uh, check out the back of the Battle Reliance 501 motor catalog. And then uh, that's a good place for me to stop. So we'll pick back up on other motor topics in a different episode. But remember, if you'd like more information on industrial electric motors, contact your local ABB sales representative or visit us at www.baldor.com. And please keep listening to our podcast series. It's the ABB Solutions Podcast, and it's found in your favorite browser. That's it for me. Have a great rest of your day.